October 11th, 2013. You're listening to Kevin's Oblast Radio with your host, Kevin Baird. And Ian. And today I got Ian on, and uh, he's one of our first contributors to our Patreon campaign. Hooray! Hooray. Thank you, Ian. It's, uh, <laughs> it's good to have you. It actually uh, has inspired me to make some Oblasts, which I've been sort of dragging ass on because I've got so much <laughs> other stuff going on. I I have recorded some of them in my car, and uh, I, I think the audio is actually fairly good, but i got to kind of go through them because I, a couple of them I'm just kind of like, why am I even talking about this? You know, it's <laughs> No, hard. it's entertaining. It really is. Like, uh, I even listen to, like, the stuff about, you know, stuff that should bore the pants off me, like uh, the economic collapse, and I've listened to that, like, 15 times. <laughs> oh, well, thanks. <laughs> that makes me feel good. Maybe I'll, I'll start releasing some of these things. Yeah, I don't know. I think... Sometimes I'm just like ranting off about girls or something on there, and I'm just like, yeah, I don't want to get that out there. Bitch. Yeah. No, I don't do any of that, but, you know, start talking about weird, like, generalizations of female motivations and things. Oh, yeah, that'll get you in trouble. Yes. Yeah, totally not going to go bother with that. So those I'll get rid of, but then I get some other ones i got to see. But they may not even be timely at this point. I've recorded about six of them, and i got to look at it. I just haven't had time. been way too busy. Start writing for this video game, and I got this um, magazine thing going to be happening now, and, and I still do the um, the Spill spinoff podcast, which is now Rage Select with Jeff, and it's just been busy, busy. Yeah. But the nice thing is we got you know VGN going again, and it's really stable. Um, everybody's been showing up every week thanks to the, the Patreon. <laughs> um, that's allowed everybody to um, feel uh, oh you know good enough to come on the show, so that's cool. Money will do that. Yeah, hopefully. You know, we'll see. They'll eventually get tired of that, too. I'm like, I don't want to do it. So I'm <laughs> tired of this and all that good stuff. But I think after, like, a, almost a year of not doing it, I think they kind of got the itch, and they wanted yeah. to get back to it. So I think Larry always had the itch. He's like, I'll do a podcast whenever you guys want. <laughs> Please just let me know that I exist. Ah, I'm kidding. <laughs> Larry's a good sport. He, he always ends up doing the show pretty regularly, other than Don and my brother, who always had some kind of excuse. So anyway, let's talk about you. So you um, you live in the United States. Is that yes, true? Sir. Okay. Yeah, I live in uh, Wichita, North Carolina right now. But oh, I've, okay. uh, I've been all around North Carolina. I was actually born here, but my dad was in the Air Force, so he moved to Florida and Alabama and then back to here. Okay. All right. So your dad, he he he's, he was is he like lifelong Air Force kind of thing? Started out, uh, you know, and is still doing it or what? No, he's know. he's not still doing it. He was doing it uh got a long time. And then uh Clinton came into office and uh he blamed him <laughs> for <laughs> getting him out of the Air Force, but uh then he went into uh contracting and uh now he's like I'm tired of the government, and now he's teaching music, which you know, is that's, something uh, he really loves. Your dad brings up an interesting thing. I, I actually talk about that. I, I think I talked about it on one interview interview show I did before, but um, that's actually a true thing. Like, when I got out of high school, I um, the when Clinton was in office, that was like a weird time period where if you tried to, like, sign up to join the military, they were just like, nah, no, no. Oh yeah, uh, you can't. I mean, maybe if you had some, you know, impeccable credentials or something, they'd be all like, you know, oh yeah, sure. But I mean, absolutely not. Just because he was, you know, the whole military was being downsized after the Cold War, 
and they were just like, what are we going to do with all these soldiers? I don't know, just, <laughs> just get rid of them, you know, so there was no exactly. way to actually sign up. And then, of course, then the whole Iraq thing started. And then yeah, and the, it's actually, um, recently it was kind of like that, too, because I was trying to get in the military because, you know, steady paycheck. Right. But uh, I went to, like, 15 different recruiters, and uh, none of them had uh, anything for me. Wow. <laughs> After That's... six months, I was like, fuck it. That's shocking. But then with everything scaling down over there now, it's hard to say. I'm sure it'll heat up again. Then they'll need you. I know at one point they had raised the eligibility age all the way up to 42. Oh, wow. Which is like, I mean, I could still go. I mean, that would be ridiculous. I don't even know. <laughs> it would be so like, my back hurts. Come on. <laughs> Run, Kevin. Hey, it hurts. You need to take my arthritis pills. <laughs> right, yeah. My heart. Oh. Some kid that's like, you know, only 18 years old yelling at me, Bear, get your ass up. No. <laughs> tired so yeah no that's that's actually true so okay so how did he meet your mother uh well this story i don't know my dad could be full of shit but uh it's a nice story uh what (laughs) (laughs) he worked for this um company i forget exactly what they do but they made deliveries and uh he was making a delivery to this music store which my mom worked at and uh, when he went there, you know, he would always chat up all the girls and say, <laughs> and say something like, hey, do you need anything? And each one of them will go, oh, yeah, I need this, I need that. And then he went to my mom, and she's like, no, I don't need anything, thank you. And then he goes, well, then will you marry me? Oh. <laughs> wow, that's clever. Yeah. Apparently she was like, yes? I like, no? What do you have, crazy? Wow. So like, that's get the cool. fuck out of here. Yeah. So they so this was in North Carolina at the time? That's where you were born, you were saying? Um, God, I can't remember where that was. That was a long time ago because... Um, yeah, because it was when you were born. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure if they were living in North Carolina then, okay. uh, but my, my uh, mom actually had my uh, oldest brother from a previous marriage. Okay, sure. And he was born in New York. No, oh, so, wow. I don't. Hmm. I can't remember where. But on your birth certificate, does it say North uh, Carolina? Have you not yeah, looked at it? Yeah, oh, I was. Okay. I was born in Fayetteville. Oh, okay. All right. Awesome. Great. Yeah, Brian I'm, says, the, I'm the youngest, Canada. so who knows where they were? Okay. How big is the family? How many kids? Um. Well, we got extended family. Um. Through different marriages. So right sure, now, sure. uh, I have one blood brother, one half brother. And three other brothers from extended marriage. So, do you guys? Did you all live together, or were you just living with like the two or the three, or how did that? I, you know, it's been uh, off and going on, going back and forth throughout yeah. the years. Um, but mostly, I'd live with my uh, my older brother Ryan, who's the uh, God. He's the robot builder. <laughs> No, I think he's the third oldest. Oh, oh, that would you mean? Yeah, he does probably build robots though. <laughs> <laughs> so that, so that's cool. So you, yeah, so now are you pretty settled where you're at at the moment? Like you know, like uh, in terms of the moving thing, is that all done now? Are yeah, you... I'm pretty much done moving. Uh, I was thinking about packing up and uh, going to the UK because you know, wow, America's 
going downhill. Jeez. Maybe <laughs> start with Canada first. And then yeah, that, Canada uh, might be better. Yeah, but <laughs> be, might be easier to get to. I got to have money again, you know. Yeah. I got to have a job over there, so that dream kind of died. I guess I'm going to be here until they start um, tearing down the establishment. Yeah, I mean, probably in the south, it's probably always a little bit more difficult to get jobs because there's just not a lot down there. I mean, there's oh, a lot yeah. down there, but there's not as much as, you know. Not good jobs. Right, yeah. I mean, you either got to go out west these days, Texas maybe, and, uh, well, Texas a lot, and then um, a lot of the east coast stuff, maybe Chicago or something like that, but I don't know. Maybe down in Florida. I don't know how it is down there these days, but. Um, yeah, it seems like Florida is always booming. But, Probably because a hurricane comes through, just destroys everything all the time, <laughs> and then they got to rebuild, and they're just like, "We need more stuff, get more people." We lost some in the last; they washed out to the sea. So yeah, like, and North Carolina is always like the place that people around here are always like, "I'm going on vacation. I'm going to North Carolina." It's like, hmm, okay, really? Yeah, yeah. It's a pretty. It's probably the most common vacation destination of people I know. I had no idea because. Yeah. Uh, Honestly, there's not much down here. <laughs> yeah, I don't, you know, I, I, I was was curious about that myself, but I think it's just a weather thing. People always yeah. go to, like, some, you know, I mean, out-of-the-way places or something. Yeah, we always have good weather. I mean, it's really schizophrenic. Like, uh, last year it took till like, three months after summer started before it started getting at least a little bit warm. So, hmm. it... But it's usually nice weather. It's yeah. funny because I, I, grew, I grew up in Tornado Alley over in uh, Alabama. Oh, okay. And, Is that and, where you went to, like, elementary school or whatever? Yeah, that was most of my young life until I was 13. But everybody down here is always, like, freaked out about the weather. Um, <laughs> they're like, oh, my God, it's so windy outside. Oh, my God, I'm so scared. And I'm just looking at them like, okay, when I start to panic, then you can freak out. Jeez. Yeah, I don't, do you, what kind of bad weather do you have in North Carolina? Is it uh, do, you, do you get hurricanes in North Carolina or anything? No, I, I haven't gotten one. Like I, I haven't even gotten a bad tornado since I've been here. Um, the the funny thing is, the first year I moved here, um, we had this really bad ice storm. I mean, everything was covered in ice. Sure. Okay. Um, but after that, it's been good weather ever since then. Yeah, well, I, yeah, I mean, generally, North Carolina, I mean, I think you guys, you tell me if I'm wrong, but I think in the wintertime you get like kind of like a dusting of snow, but not very much, is it? Yeah, some years it doesn't snow at all. We don't even get that. Yeah, so, yeah, ideal. Maybe you get a, like a white Christmas or something, and then that's it. You're like, all right, we're done. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Right to the warm weather. <laughs> Unlike, you know, where Jedi would live out in Arizona and the, when the sun came out, that you know, it could just kill you, basically, exactly. out there. Forget I can't imagine. Yeah, no, I... Seriously. Where people, yeah, where people are just like, look, you're, you're not going to step outside, are you? Well, yeah, I mean, I want, no, 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 no. Burst into flames like a vampire. <laughs> yeah, you won't get ten feet, you'll be done. Uh... So tell me about Alabama. So is uh, how was that when you were a kid? I mean, was that? Uh, um, I don't really know very much about the South. I have been to Orlando, but not to go to Disney World. I went there actually for a convention, and uh, at a hotel. And otherwise, I've never really been to the South. I haven't been to West Virginia, which is close to Ohio. Um, haven't been to Kentucky. Nothing. 
never been down that way. So um, yeah, really, you don't really want to knowledgeable about there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, the South is uh, kind of a funny thing because most people, when they think of Alabama, they think you know Buck Tooth Billy Bob. Hey, how you doing? Uh, <laughs> And I lived in uh, Huntsville, Alabama, which is kind of um, it's kind of crazy because like I lived in this very nice suburban uh, neighborhood, right? But like right next door was a Black Angus farm, and right next door to that was a trailer park, and wow. then after that was another very nice suburban neighborhood. So it's a little yeah. bit of a culture shock. Yeah. I would imagine with the the Angus farm, you get some nice odors floating. Oh uh, yeah, my my brother came back from New York one day, and he's like, uh, woke up my mom. He's like, Mom, I think there's a cow in the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> wow, so that's kind of. So how long were you there for? Um, let's see. I was there from five to thirteen years old. Okay, so right until the time you were in like. Middle school, basically. Yeah. Um, so it was public school. Uh, uh, mix and match. I went to public school for a little while, and then I went to this um, Christian academy, which I will never put my children through. <laughs> was it too was it too strict or something? Or uh, it was the, the, the weirdest uniform? damn thing. Yeah, we had uniforms, which I didn't mind too much. But like every morning, uh, we'd go into this assembly. And uh, the principal, who was also a pastor, would uh, make everybody, even the high school students, do like, you know, those little kids talk like Father Abraham. And me, <laughs> I got these like 18-year-old kids next to me having to do it, and he wants us to do the hand motions and everything, and wow. we would get in serious trouble if we didn't do it. Really? Wow. Like we get paddled and suspended if we did not participate in the freaking kitty song. Some kind of crazy cult song or something. <laughs> exactly. It's kind of, you know, and all you kids are going to drink this Kool-Aid here. <laughs> Put your head down. It's fine. Wow. That's interesting. Yeah, so that was bef that was after public school? Like, were you just, like, failing out in public school as a kid and your parents were like, all right, dude, you're going into private school because we can't control you. <laughs> no, nothing that bad. Um, I actually can't remember why. I think it's because uh, my brother went there and he was kind of kind of that. He was failing out and he was always getting into fights. I see, sure. Yeah, and uh, I'm, I guess I wanted to be with my brother because we were really close. We still are, but... Right. Um, we sure, that like, makes sense. We were like uh, best friends back then. And then, how, how, how many? Uh, how, how far apart were in age are we talking? Um, he's about five years older than me. Oh wow! All right, so he probably wouldn't even have been in the school you were at. Is that unless you no, were like? No, it, it, the whole school was like one building. But uh, oh, really? Wow. But um, you know, it had a couple kids to each grade, and they they'd like throw all the kids in the same room. And it's the we population had the, of your town, man. A <laughs> hundred people or something? Wow. No, it's it, it was uh, pretty much very private. And um, I guess there was about 50 kids in the whole school. Holy cow. And uh, we had these things called paces. Have you ever heard of those? No. Mm. Uh, they're pretty much workbooks, which you start at a certain point 
in your development, and you just go through them. <laughs> and uh, they got a lot of little, uh, you know, Orwellian type of uh, little messages about God in there. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm a Christian, but this this is going way too far. Right, right. I get you. Wow. So, um, so, yes. Wow. All inside one school. So, the, then where did you go after thirteen? Um, let's see. Oh, after 13, I might be hazy on the age. It might be a few years after, but, uh, after 13, I went to, actually, I think I was in high school at that point. Okay. Uh, when we moved down here, uh, I'm a little hazy, but, uh, yeah, I, I went, uh, to this place called, uh, Orange High School, which is, um, Still in Alabama or South or uh, North or, Carolina? North Carolina. It was after the move. Um, and was it like a sudden culture shock? You went from like fifty kids, like five thousand kids in the school or something? Oh yeah, that yeah. was crazy. And uh, <laughs> these these were like this wasn't like an easy going public school. This was like really uh, kind of the hard edge. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I remember like my first day there. I uh, was walking up, and this dude and his friend were sitting on a bench, and they're like, hey, man, you got any money? I was like, uh, no, I don't have any on me. He's like, maybe I'll just take your fucking shoes then. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then like, I got this defense Damn. mechanism where when I'm nervous, I laugh, so I just started laughing at him. <laughs> and he's like, oh, man, I'm just kidding. And then I went inside, and I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wow. Well, that worked out for you then. Jeez, that sounds mm. kind of crazy. So, did you um, did you finish out high school there or? Uh, uh, no, you... it was a little too crazy for me, so I went back to uh, this uh, like a private, private school, school, which was uh, Christian, and they were they were pretty crazy too. But <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's like the crazy I know is better, right. I guess. Absolutely. So much more mellow. So then, so that took you all the way to like senior year and everything, and you were graduated. That took or? me to um, about tenth grade, I think, and then I went to this charter school. Jeez, man. Yeah, I've been I've been going around to a lot of schools. Yeah. I went oh, to this goodness. charter school, and then I couldn't stand that. I mean, it was it was hard edge there too, but you know, I, I was I could handle it by then. Right, sure. And absolutely. then I got so sick of the drama in high school, I went, actually went to a community college to finish up my high school diploma. <laughs> and I graduated there. Wow, wow. <laughs> well, that's good. That was a good idea. That, that would make sense. <laughs> yeah, it worked out. Yeah, that's, I, I've known people that have done that. That's, a, that's actually a really good idea. So, okay. So at that point, you're living in North Carolina. So um, is that a lot, a lot different from Alabama? Like, when you went from one to the other, I mean, you know, I don't know that much about the South, so, I mean, did you actually even, I mean, I've gone from California to Ohio, and I can tell you that they're radically different places. <laughs> I'm not so sure about, you know, North North Carolina and uh, Alabama. Yeah, North Carolina is um, a lot more modern, I'd say. Really? Uh, the whole time I was in Alabama, it had this kind of small town feel, even if you were in a big city. Hmm. Um but North Carolina felt a lot more modern. I was actually living in this place called uh, Hillsboro at first. Okay. Which is actually a very historic town. 
that's where the uh, Confederate generals got together to decide to surrender. I might be getting this wrong. That's not where they signed the, the treaty. It's where right. they got together to sure. decide that. And it's a very uh, historic place. It's really cool looking. Um, it'd definitely be a, a place to visit if you ever came down. Hmm. But yeah. after that, I went to Durham. and uh, Okay, sure. That's pretty... Uh, Pretty big city, you know, ghetto-ish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do know a girl that grew up, or, or uh, she grew up there, but she um, she lived there for a while anyway. She was going to, um, she, she, well, I don't think it was in North Carolina, but she was going to, what's that, law school, Duke University or something? Yeah. And she, she would always go over that way or something like that, so, yeah. Yeah, Duke's <laughs> a good school. Yeah, yeah. yeah she, one of those things where she... Graduated from uh, Case Western from Ohio, in, that's in Ohio, and then ended up working for lawyers, and then decided, like in her mid thirties, that she actually wanted to be a lawyer. So then she actually went in her mid thirties to Duke, and uh, oh, she's a lawyer. Yeah, worked out for her. good for her. Although she, I don't think she's practicing law. She passed the bar exam, and then she got married to her boyfriend, who is like some super lawyer guy that works out <laughs> of D.C. now or something. So she's like with him, and I, I don't even, I think she works. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't even know why I'm bringing this up. But it's, uh, you know, the only that's connection fun. I have to, to Durham. <laughs> so that's, uh, okay, so then you were there, and uh, that's. Yeah, yeah, I lived there for a couple of years, and uh, then uh, once I met my wife, I moved down here to, I I uh, moved in with my parents for a little bit to, uh, well, my Boy. mom and my stepdad. Well, let me back you up. So you get out of, let's just say high school, even though it's community college or whatever, but you didn't yeah, go for a college de degree <laughs> or something. Um, or or did you? Did you decide after high school that you wanted to keep going in the community college to get some sort of a degree? Or did you just sit there and say, I've had a freak enough of school, I'm going to get get a freaking job or something. Yeah, I had pretty much had enough of school by then. Yeah. I uh, I uh, tried college for a little bit, but uh, didn't stick. Sure. Uh, me and school just don't get along, apparently. Absolutely. Well, I'm the same way. I never went to college, so I'm with you on that. <laughs> so uh, at that point, then, you decided to get a job, basically, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, I was like, I'm going to sponge off my parents <laughs> for a couple of years. It's well, not a couple. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I had been working uh, all through high school. Okay, sure. Mostly restaurants. Um, yeah. Cooking or waiting? Uh, well, a little bit of both. My first, well, or building them, I suppose. <laughs> I I built restaurants. I'm a contractor. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> oh. No, I. Uh, my first real job was actually with Chili's. I was a busboy. Okay, sure. And uh, from there, that was pretty much my launching pad into restaurants. Um, then I went into Quiznos and uh, worked there for a year. My best yeah. friend was a manager, so we we barely worked at that job. We mostly had fun. I mean, that's I always thought a Quiznos is fairly easy in terms of you know, fast food jobs that you could have. Oh, it's yeah. Because just sprinkling some stuff on some bread in a toaster and then just wrapping it up and handing it to somebody where, you know, you're not in front of a fryer all day. <laughs> all I that mean, crap. it can be crazy, but yeah. like any job, but I'll be the first to tell you, 
no bullshit. That job was the easiest and most fun job I ever had. Wow. Cool. <laughs> I mean, I didn't get paid anything, but it was worth it. Right, right. Yeah, I had jobs like that. Um, all right, okay, so Quiznos and then where? Um, let's see. Then I went to this place called uh, Ted's Montana Grill. Okay, I've, I think I've heard of that. Yeah, it's owned by Ted Turner. Okay, yeah, and like Buffalo and all that. Yeah, um, it's really good. I serve bison burgers, bison meatloaf, bison, bison everything. Yeah, that's know? what I meant. <laughs> I Ice forget the Buffalo. difference. Yeah, I don't, yeah, you're you're right though. Uh, so you so you were the, you were cooking there or waiting? Um, or I was I was uh, the dishwasher, but I also did sure. a lot of prep. Okay, so Absolutely. I did dishes and then I I prepped food all day and I threw food in the oven so that I could bring it to the line. Okay, um, and I stayed with that job for probably like collectively a good five years because I left at one point and then wow. I came back. I, I did dishes at a Pierre Radisson hotel and I did that for about seven months and I would have kept doing it. It wasn't the worst job. It wasn't glamorous by any means. Oh, no. It's, um, it wasn't, you know, it's real like you can't really fuck it up, you know, so you can come in there with a hangover <laughs> or something and still be able to do your job. But yeah, I come in with my iPod all the time, listen to VGN. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and uh, you know, but the um, I don't know. I went to like you know, I had to take a couple of weeks off to go out to California or something like that. Spend time with my mom, and I came back, and they were like, "We gave your schedule away. I only have three days of the week left, and it's all in the middle of the night." I'm just like, "What a bunch of cocks!" <laughs> I'm like, "I'm done. Just exactly. Quit that bullshit job." It's like, woo, I'm like, you know, you're going to make me hang on for my dishwasher job. Retarded. Got that real good dishwasher job. Yeah, it's like, lost that one. Damn. You well, know. again, it wasn't like the worst job in the world. In fact, yeah. the funny thing was, is when I took that job, they were so like, it was, it was funny because they were amazed that I put all the dishes in the proper, uh, uh, you know, um, holders or whatever you want to call those things. The trays or whatever that they yeah. would go into because apparently all they hired was like retards before <laughs> who just couldn't do it. And there was like literally like three people sitting in the hallway like, good job, Kevin. This is really good work. And I'm just like, are you people serious? I mean, come on. Just put the glass in the right, you know, thing. It's... I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> I actually uh, was talking to... Uh, buddy of mine at work and I was like you know what I'm going to bring in one of those little block puzzles they have for two year olds you know you put the star in the star slot and everything because I could not get people to put the freaking dishes <laughs> on the right stack they'll like put a small plate on top of a big plate Yeah, I'm like, I'm like the stack's right there come on <laughs> how fucking lazy are you yep <laughs> amazing but so then, uh, wow, five years. So how long ago was that? Is that that's, I don't know how old you are, so I mean, where are we talking now? Well, I started it when I was about 19. Okay. And I worked for about a year or two there, and then I left to go to South Carolina for a bit. Okay. And I came back. I had a few other jobs that only lasted a little bit. Sure. Um, some retail. And uh, then I came back there because I knew everybody. And uh, it was a good job. It had decent pay. Um, but I think, I remember you saying one time, I can't remember what it was, but 
like uh, working in a restaurant is kind of like working in a coal mine. <laughs> you know, it's dirty. Uh, yeah. It's not very appreciated. You get shitty hours, shitty pay. You for work your ass day. off for nothing. You, <laughs> exactly. You know, you're busting ass, and people don't know. People just eat their meal, and they watch those shows on TV about restaurants and stuff and think it's all <laughs> people, like, all happy and folding things. To, it's like Hell's Kitchen most of the time where somebody's exactly. losing their shit on you and it's, <laughs> you're just scrambling to get stuff done and it's like, and then at the end of the day you think back and you're like, gee, I, I earned $25 for all that. <laughs> you know, it's you're so, so stressed out and everything. It's, it's fucking worse. I know. I've, I've been there so many times. I'm like, if I quit my job now, if I walk out, could I survive? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yep. I've yep. never done it, but I've been close quite a few times. Can I get another job quickly? That's, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, you know, I know. But, but the good thing is, though, when, when you do have those kinds of jobs, is that if you can work those, you can work pretty much anything. I mean, it's pretty much open-ended. Like, you know, work oh, yeah. doesn't really affect you, you know. I mean, it's not like you want to go and shovel horse shit or something for a no. job, but at the same time, <laughs> You know, any kind of physical labor job after that point, people, you know, it's like, yeah, what, how hard, how, you know, what else is it going to be? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I know this is, I want to eventually try and do something else, but I know this is a good trade to fall back on. I mean, I've been doing it forever, yeah, so. Absolutely. So how did you meet your wife then? Um, I actually was uh, looking online because, um, you know, I she never a mail order bride. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she speaks Russian. <laughs> I, I don't understand a word she says, but she sure is pretty. <laughs> no, I, I was I was looking online because you know I was working my job. I was never gonna be able to get out anywhere to meet anybody. Sure, I know so, what that's like, especially if you gotta work evenings all the time. Oh yeah. And, like, even when you do have time in the morning, you're so tired, you're like, I'm not going out. Yeah. Even you do go right. to a bar and try to meet somebody. Who do you want to meet at, like, 2 o'clock in the afternoon? Yeah. <laughs> and you don't want to try to explain your situation to somebody all over, you know. Yeah. <laughs> what do you do? Uh, I'm a slave. Yeah, I'm an architect. <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> Design, you know, passenger cruise liners. I don't know, you know. <laughs> See this sure. bar? I designed that. Well, let's go to your house. We can't. It's getting redone. You know, I don't know. <laughs> Bullshit. Is that your car? Uh, it's a rental. You know, I don't know. I yeah, don't know. my my Ferrari's in the shop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. So. Okay, so you were online, so you're just on like what eHarmony or something, and then you're just like hooked up. Or uh, I actually went to uh, OK Cupid because I heard oh, you sure. know, it's right. free. Yeah, and there are a lot of crazy fucking psycho bitches on there, but uh... yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Did you go on a lot of those? A lot of those dates before I went on to one uh, when I went on to OK Cupid, and uh, she ended up being really hot, but really fucking nuts. Wow. <laughs> so I, I just, uh, I was about to give up and then I saw her and I'm like, hey, I might as well send her a message. Wow. No, she actually broke up, that, that crazy chick actually broke up with me on my birthday. 
Oh, so you were kind of dating for a while with her then, basically, or something? Uh, no, not that long. It just turned out that way. Yeah. And um, so I just went on there. I I was basically just looking for a date. <laughs> for my oh no! I mean, listen, I, Jason Corber. I don't know if you ever heard when he was on the show. He's the one that called up and it's like, oh, "I'm at the park getting busy right now." <laughs> that guy and I yeah. in our twenties, uh, we used to go on. Uh, they didn't have like the web so much back then for dating, but you would go on these date lines, which were like personals, and oh, yeah. um, and then hook up that way. And we used to do it like uh, every weekend. I think I've been on over fifty of those. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, yeah, just we would. You would. You know, so some girl would describe herself, and you you know there was no web, so you didn't have pictures. So you really had to go on faith that they're, like they're telling you the truth. And most of them are evil liars, you know. And you would five, just go five three hundred and ten pounds. Oh, they're just like, oh, I'm I'm you know I've got a medium build, honey. You do not have a medium build. You are way hanging out all over the place, and you know, and then you'd have to suffer through it. You know, you'd have to be like, they're like, you want to go out again? Uh, no, I gotta. I'll call you. I'm leaving to go to Europe. Yeah, <laughs> just. Uh, but the rules. The uh, you eventually do get to the point though where the rules for that is that you just don't call. You just don't call. You, you, yeah. You're, you're just like they. They know you, you. You don't have to sit there and go through a whole motion of. You know, like, uh, well, I'll call you. I'm yeah. sorry that you're ugly and I'm not attracted to you. It's like, uh, I'll pay for dinner, but I'm not calling you. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, right. I mean, you, you meet for coffee. Shit, I ain't meeting anybody for dinner. What the hell? You never know what's going to happen. <laughs> I'm going to be stuck with them for like two hours or so. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I used to go on all those all the time. I, you know, it was just more, it was something to do, man. This weekend was coming up. You'd just be like, you hook up. I mean, you know, I met some girls that were pretty cool. And I dated them for a while longer, but I had some weird experiences too. Like, just they start out nice, and then they just end up being all crazy, you oh, know. God, yes. And then you end up like, okay, I obviously see why now you do not have a boyfriend. I thought that maybe they just missed you in the lineup, <laughs> but in fact, that's not the case. You went crazy, and then a lot of them are just like super independent. Like, they're not even sure why they're on the date. Thing they just know they want a boyfriend because that's what they're supposed to have. Yeah. But then like you like you want to go somewhere with them and they're like, well I'll drive myself and I'll meet you there. Oh and then god. Like, I'll I'll pay for my own stuff. Thank you. And you know you're just like I, okay I don't all right you know they're just so freaking independent <laughs> that you just yeah, don't you ever do them. You ever try to like open the door for them or pull out their chair and they get all fucking indignant and offended? <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? I'm trying to be nice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they just, I don't know. They're just weird. They just don't have, they don't have that whole like thing together. They don't quite know what they're doing. They're very confused and just, I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, so I'm totally there with you. So you went on there, you met her. Boy, that's pretty good, man. Only the second one. Shit. Yeah. That was a. Uh, you know, oh, thank God you're, you know, you've got well, all your body parts. Let's go get married. <laughs> yeah, eventually when she leaves me, because I'm an idiot, uh, I guess I might go on there again. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we met, and uh, at first, you know, I was just looking for a date for my birthday, and we hit it off so well, and she's like, oh, she's like, you like Buffy the Vampire Slayer? I was like, uh, well, I'll try it. And, you know, I love Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Good now. man. Good. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so she was really awesome. And uh, we dated for 
I think almost a year before we ended up moving in together. Okay, sure, great. And uh, I moved back. We moved back to Hillsboro for a little bit because it was right in between our jobs. Was that just, you know, when when you had that conversation and you were like, you know, let's move in together? Was that um, was that due to some reason, or was it a financially type of thing, or you just wanted to like you're just like you know you're you're freaking over here all the time. Why move in? Because I've made those decisions before, and sometimes they've been more financial. Like, I think to myself, you know, if we split all the bills, I want the, like, I'll have more money, and then I can do stuff. <laughs> and, you know, not that I didn't like her or stuff, but, you know, um, because there's also that whole thing where you kind of feel like you have some independence, too, when you can go home and shut everything out. Oh, yeah. Well, actually, I was in a weird situation right then. I had just moved out of my apartment, and that's when I was trying to get in the military. So I asked my uh, mom and stepdad, I was like, hey, you mind if I move in with you guys for like a month? And one month turned into six. I was going to every recruiter in the state. And uh, Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, it was during that time that I met her. And I was like, you know, we've been dating for a while. Um I'm about to get an apartment. You want to just move in together? <laughs> and uh, so it was kind of financial. Cause yeah, it makes sense, though. I mean, you know, you had a thing going on, though. It's not like yeah. you just had and her was, move in with you while you were, you know. Yeah, and I like living with somebody, you know, yeah. at least somebody I can stand. <laughs> yeah, well, no, I mean, that's it makes things a lot easier when you have somebody there to, you know, participate in things and not, not just sit true. at home like, why am I alone. I'm going <laughs> to die this way. I'm going to choke to death on something and no one's going to find my body for weeks. Uh, the cats yeah. are going to eat my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, so that's good. So so how long have you been married to her now? Uh, we got married uh, May 19th of this year, actually. Wow, so not very long. No. Oh, geez. So she's not, you didn't knock her up or something? Is she, you know? Not good? yet. Okay. <laughs> That's like I, nothing. Well, yeah, that's why we're married. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Uh, I just, you know, we both got to this point where I'm like, I'm so sick of dating. You know, I'm sure. sick of the meet and greet and uh, having to wade through all the crazy bitches. And I yeah. finally got one that I love and right. loves me, and we do good together. I'm like, I'm gonna put a ring on her finger. Great. Does she work? Oh yeah. Okay. She's like. She's got a much better job than I do. She's a IT specialist for LabCorp. Wow, I don't and, know who LabCorp is, but that sounds like a good job. Yeah, she it's it's a big company. They do like uh, a lot of you know specimen testing for uh, hospitals and stuff like that. Oh, okay, sure. But she now she just got promoted a little bit ago to a supervisor. So oh, she's oh. she makes all the money. So she's so she's sit there and go, You gotta get you gotta get a better job. I need somebody to be my equal. And you're not you're not cut that. That's what happened to Don Anderson and his wife. I remember yeah. that. He like paid for her to go to the he like he went to work all the time so she could go to nursing school, then she gets her nursing degree and then she turns around on him and's like, You need to get a better job. You're like keeping up or something. And oh, like, what, what the fuck? fuck? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Get out of here. So. Uh, I'm just hoping to knock her up soon so I can stay at home, Dad. <laughs> you can lock that in. You're like, oh, you know, I got you now. You ain't going nowhere. 
I'm uh, going to stay home with the kids and eat yeah. and watch my stories. That's a good idea. <laughs> you know, just be like, honey, I'm going to start a web business. Sending out emails to people. I'm going to start a podcast. Yeah, there you yeah. go. <laughs> uh, that's profitable. Yeah, that's you make tons of money doing that job. Um, so cool. So, so are you guys actually thinking of moving for real, or what do you? What's the? Uh, what is the actual plan? Well, um, she's got such a good job here right now that uh, I don't want to uh, move unless one of us has something a lot better. Right. Like so a you, lot so better. You, so you would not join the military then at this point? Um, I just kind of gave up on that. I yeah. mean, I was thinking maybe I'd do it again, but uh, she was actually in the military for a year, and she was oh, just okay. telling me, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> That kind of spoils your dreams right there. It's like, don't you fucking do it, I swear to God. <laughs> Jeez. Wow. So, so basically then you're just, are you looking for work at this point? Is that what you're saying? Or are you not? Um, I mean, pretty... I got a pretty good job now. Yeah. It doesn't pay as much as I'd like, but sure. uh, I, I enjoy it to a point. Oh, that's um, good. That's all, you know, if you like your job, that makes most of the difference. Yeah, it's it's very stressful sometimes though because yeah. you know I'm like, you know these people's livelihoods are in my hand. If I fuck up, <laughs> you know, because I'm a manager. Oh, okay, okay. Well, of a restaurant or what? Oh yeah. It? Okay. I was that guy who uh, emailed Larry telling him he was a fucker for making fun of me for working. Oh, in, uh, okay. <laughs> yes. All right. Yeah. 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 No, that also seems like it could be a fun place to work, though. So. Oh, yeah. It, um, I'm actually bouncing back and forth through second and third shift. Okay, and, sure. Uh, I like my third shift people. Yeah. Uh, but second shift is a lot of kids. I'm, I mean, they're they're cool, but uh, it's a lot of, like a lot of 16-year-olds, so they're I got to constantly yell at them to get off their fucking phone and shit. <laughs> Uh, do, you, do you find that they call in sick and all that stuff more than the people on third shift? Oh, or? yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, yeah. They call in sick all the time. But the thing is, you know, they always schedule me way too many servers. So I'm like, yeah, you can stay home. I don't care. Yeah, well, that's good. <laughs> wow. Oh, that's cool. I mean, that sounds like a decent gig. I mean, you know, it sounds like you're doing all right. I mean, between that and the wife making money and everything, I mean, do you feel like you, at this point you could um, – you know, have kids, you know, like uh, raise them and everything okay, where you're at and all that sort of stuff? Um, or do you even want to do that? Or you just? I mean, yeah, I do want kids, but I actually want to be a lot more financially stable. I mean, we're yeah. doing all right right now, but kids are fucking expensive. You ever see that movie? What is that movie where they, um, oh, that one about the, how the population of the earth became all stupid? Um <laughs> And the, like the, the like the really smart people were all like, well, we're not really financially ready yet to have a kid, and because they're all responsible, and then like the really irresponsible people have like nine children, <laughs> so they're breeding like stupidity into themselves, and so like way into the that future, everybody's that sounds, yeah, that sounds funny. Everybody in the future is like a complete moron or something because <laughs> because of, of that weird breeding cycle. It's yeah. getting that way. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, Years of smart people just not having children and uh, all the dumb people just breeding like crazy. Uh, well, that's uh, that's actually pretty cool. So, um, what does that put you like? Uh, let's let's go to gaming then. What does that put you in terms of um, 
where did you? When was the first game console you ever had? First game console I had. Um, I don't really count my Atari when I was a kid, but uh, I why remember. Don't, why, why don't you count it? Because it wasn't really yours. It you wasn't like... really mine. It was my dad. I think my dad bought it for either my brother or himself. I can't remember, but Just I remember. Smelled but... like smoke. Something because <laughs> it's so old. The only the only memory I have of that is I was playing a Ghostbusters game, and I I don't know how old I was. Like I'm 26 now, so I must have sure. been. Like, fucking baby yeah um and i was playing the ghostbusters game and i couldn't figure out so i just got freaked out and i started screaming and crying <laughs> <laughs> i can't catch the ghost little did you know that it was probably for other reasons like it happens <laughs> horrible something yeah i just couldn't uh, the one button on the fucking controller didn't work <laughs> So is it like a um, did that like a PlayStation guy, Super NES? I actually got a uh, my first console was my Nintendo 64. Okay. I had a, I had a Game Boy before that, but sure. Uh, and that's all we had. And my mom was like, "You're gonna be on that fucking game all the time," <laughs> <laughs> which was true, but I still wanted one. Right. Right. Well, N64, so that, you were probably all, like, pissed off at the PlayStation owners and stuff, and they're like, your system sucks, and you're like, it's 64-bit, yours is <laughs> shitty 32, and they're like, it has cartridges. I, I actually never uh, got into that feud. Uh, oh, you're a smart man. There you uh, go. All my friends, uh, even if they had a PlayStation, I was like, hey, I want to come over and play it. You know, I thought they were all cool. <laughs> I never yeah. got that. Like one console is better than the other. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean they are, but I'll still play them all. I mean, you know how the internet is. Yeah. Perfection or nothing. They'll get. So, they'll get pissed at anything. Yes. Yeah. Like, I like more peanut butter on my peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Like, You're a fucking moron. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but. That was back, at, you know, with the N64 and the PlayStation. I mean, that was back in the times where there literally were, like, not the same games on different consoles. Like, if you had an N64, you pretty much did not play any of the games that were on the PlayStation. Oh, yeah, that's true. I didn't even think about that. I mean, there, I, I, I'm trying to rack my brain and see if there was any, but... I mean, you know, maybe like an NBA Jam... Or something, yeah. you know, like something like that. But for the most part, not really. Yeah, Every... I think that was it, just sports games. Yeah, I mean, and for the, you know, a lot of the Sega Saturn games and, and weren't just, you know, it was kind of like the same thing, but they did have some cross-platform with those, but not not very many. Um, yeah, it was just the way that generation was. Today, pretty much, you know, other than like the Kinect and the, the, the you know, the device-specific games, uh, they're pretty much all cross-platform. So yeah, it's completely different. I mean... Even like exclusive titles are uh, seeing uh, other consoles like Mass Effect uh, went over to PS3. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, yep. I think just like maybe Naughty Dog and Epic are the only ones still doing exclusive. There might be, an, there's somebody else. Well, yeah, I, I'm Halo. sure there's, there's some, and, and that just, you know, may not even be because like of, uh, you know, somebody giving them a bucket of cash, but it's probably more just like they only have the resources to make it for one system. That's you know? true. They're probably just like, I'm not, they're like, make it for this. I'm like, I'm not doing that with the Wii screen and the buttons and, 
Forget so it. So much work. Yeah, we can't. We're going to hire 12 more people. Forget it. we got to make this one here work. And then people are like, that's bullshit. You're in Microsoft's pocket. Uh, <laughs> you know, just can't win. Just enjoy yeah. the games. Why does it got to be all political all the time? Exactly. Stupid. So you got any uh, you got any interesting uh, stories that happened to you in your life? Did you ever, like, you know, fall out of an airplane or um, harpoon a shark? Anything cool? Um, nothing nearly that cool. Uh, I got my finger caught in an onion ring machine one time. Holy. I don't even <laughs> know what an onion ring machine is, but that sounds horrible. <laughs> it's kind of like a... Uh, it's Blade to, chopper type of thing? It's hard to describe. Uh, no, I, I cut the onion rings by hand. But it's for breading them. Um, oh, oh. You got this little conveyor belt on top that has the the milk and egg mix, and then the, it falls down to another conveyor belt that uh, has the breading. All right, that doesn't sound as bad now. <laughs> breading <But> I, and... <laughs> <laughs> I got my finger cut underneath the conveyor belt oh, on, this, okay. uh, on this little metal part and just sliced it right open. Ugh. Wow! <laughs> I thought you were gonna say something like, you know, oh, my finger got breaded and I was pissed. <laughs> Just you know, it got a little breaded. Got to wipe it off and stuff. Wait, did, like, did you lose your finger or anything, or was it just a big cut? No, I got this really gnarly scar though. Oh wow, really? Wow. Yeah. Um, but uh, funny thing was, like everybody's got that restaurant mentality, you know, you cut your finger off, wrap it up, keep going. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And, and I went to my boss and. Uh, he was a real irate kind of guy, but I was like, "Hey, boss, can you uh, can you wrap this up for me? I got my finger cut." He's like, "No, you gotta go to the fucking hospital, you fucking moron!" <laughs> <laughs> and then I I'm just got like these bloody bandages around. He's like, "Come to the office. I need to do an accident report." And he's like trying to wow. figure it out. And I'm I'm in that office for probably like 20 minutes with my finger bleeding on the floor. <laughs> It's like I can't figure out how to fucking do this. Oh my god! And it was like this, like really intense silence. And every like uh, two minutes, you'd just yell out, "Fuck!" <laughs> did you end up going to the hospital? I mean, did you get stitches on it or whatever? Yeah, I got uh, stitches. They didn't even numb me. <laughs> yeah, I had that problem where I sliced into my finger. I, I just, you know, you've been in the kitchen. You, you cut yourself all the freaking time, but occasionally oh, yeah. you'll get one that's just like, "Yep, I gotta go to the doctor." And uh, my friend Chef was just like, um, I was working at the uh, Stouffer Hotel, it was a Renaissance Hotels now, and they actually put me in the limousine because they would pick you know people up in the limousine. That's all the cars oh, they had, it. and they drove me to the in the limousine to the hospital. <laughs> but it was just ridiculous because I was also wearing my chef's outfit. You know, it's all dirty and stuff from cooking. And then I um I went in there and. You know, she was like, you could turn away, you know, or whatever, if you don't want to look at this because it's blah, 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 or it might hurt and stuff. But, I mean, I just, I've cut myself with knives like a million times. <laughs> I'm just, like, watching her sew it up. The only thing that kind of hurts is when they inject you with that oh, yeah. fire Novocaine crap that, or whatever that it is. It hurts worse. Yeah, exactly. And then I um, went back and I had this big, I mean, I went right back to work, just like you were saying. And I had this big foam thing around my finger. <laughs> And he's like, what? my chef's like, what is this? What do you have? And I like showed it to him, and he goes, this is nothing. Get back to work. You know, <laughs> that's the way it was. Yeah, pretty much. They don't, they don't give a damn. Like I've had uh, my friend, who's also been in restaurants forever, actually cut off the tip of his finger, and uh, they just Jesus. sent him back to work. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I mean, I know a guy that cut his finger off in a, in like a. Um, 
what is it, like a dump truck with a gate, you know, oh on the back? Oh, my God. And slammed it, and he lost, like, the top part of his finger or something like that. That's kind of shit, like, no, construction jobs, I, you know, no way. Uh, it's not, I'm not cut out for that. That's, you know, they pay really well, but then, like, I always hear about these people, they're all like, yeah, I blew my back out, <laughs> and I can't work now for two months or something, yeah. I got no money. It's like, all right, I see why the I see why they pay you so much now. I you fell know. off the skyscraper. Yeah, you're gonna get totally killed. <laughs> Forget it. No thanks. So, uh, anything else? Any, anything other exciting? Happening? You ever get into a car accident or um, you know, uh, get chased by the law? I don't know. I got nothing. Um, <laughs> not that exciting of a life. Um, uh, nothing truly crazy that I, I'd probably want to talk about. Yeah. Here. Uh, um. That's cool. Let me think. You got to dig around too much. Something comes to mind. It's all good. The um, are you gonna end up? Uh, so you know, with your gaming, then are you going to uh, like uh, buy one of the new game consoles when they come out? I want to, but uh, I bought the Wii U. Well, I didn't buy it. Uh, my wife gave it to me for Christmas. Sure. And... So you can't convince her to buy you another one. That's what you're <laughs> <laughs> well, that and I'm still waiting for fucking games to come out for the motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. No shit. And I'm like, I'm not gonna make the same mistake with a new console. So I might, I'll probably wait a while till Smart. a lot of good stuff comes out. Absolutely. Yeah. But, I. I, I get the fever, so I got to get everything, you know, at the beginning. But then I also tell people about it. You know, it's part of my gig. So um, yeah, you uh, got to uh, increase the collection. Yeah, but I, you know, well, no, I won't use that money. Forget it. It'll never even add up to anything. It'll be like, how much you got for the? I got eighty six dollars and seven cents. I came. I could buy one game for it, but not play it on anything. No, I, I'll end up buying it myself. But the um. You know, the you're totally like, it sucks when you get a new console. Like, I don't turn the Wii on very often, the Wii U. I don't turn on the Vita very often. Um, and when I do, I'm mostly playing classic games because, I don't know, I don't want to drop the $40 for a handheld game that Sony wants. And oh, yeah. with the Wii, I don't know. Eh, I mean, I'm it's... not a big Nintendo gaming guy. I mean, they got some good games, but I don't, personally, I don't, it's cool if you do, but personally, I don't dig on all the Mario stuff. I just no, I I'm sick I, of Mario. I don't really have a problem with it, but I just don't find the same sort of like enjoyment that other people do with it. I mean, I I was a big Zelda fan until the last one because I looked at that and I'm like, okay, you got to wave your hand around to swing the sword, and everything's so bright it yeah. looks like it's made out of candy. <laughs> I'm just like, that looks totally fucking gay. Yeah, I, you know, you got to just think that they just pressure him to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're like, look, you must make it so it works with the Wii. And he's like, but I, I don't want to. <laughs> you know, I have this great game where you're a psycho killer and you stab people in the throat. And they're like, no, no, you can't have that. Be great. If you, if you actually like sat and talked to like Miyamoto or something and he was just like, I never got to make my flesh-eating zombies game. That I <laughs> really? Uh, Is Mario in it? No. Too bad! Mario was supposed to be a crazed animal hater. <laughs> and then they just ruined it. He used to just stomp on turtles and destroy them. Yeah, that would be great. That's, that's, that's why his suit is red. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you get the hammer. You smash it and kill, you know, his you brother. You kill turtles. 
evil. It's like yeah, the Kane and Lynch of uh, Mario Brothers. <laughs> Psychopaths just tearing apart everything. Oh yeah. Um, well, that's uh, yeah. So that makes sense. Do you PC game at all? Uh, I try to, but uh, I don't really have a very good PC anymore. No. I got I got my laptop and I got this um, factory standard uh, PC that I use for writing, but. Sure. Um, other than that, I, I mean, I can get on Steam and uh, play a few games, but they're always at really low setting. And they <laughs> you have any interest in that Steam box? You heard about that now? That they're gonna um, have that console for your TV? The controller looks fucking weird. Yeah, it looks awkward. So I might have to wait till I get that in my hand. But yeah. I'm like, why would I buy a console if I already got a PC? I'm I might as well save up and buy a good PC. Exactly. Exactly. You can, you know, we can all. If we have PCs now, we can hook them up to our TVs. So I don't yeah. know why getting like a system that only plays games and doesn't give you any of the productivity of a PC somehow is more appealing. I mean, I mean unless they somehow have it for like a hundred dollars or something. Yeah, I might get it then, but right. I just don't get the mentality behind it. I guess they're they're like uh, for the people who don't have very good PCs, this is for you. And I'm like, why don't you just save up and buy a good one? Yeah, because yeah, right. And I also just think that things are going to be expensive because yeah. they're not going to they're not really going to take up. I mean, you wouldn't think they're going to take a loss on it. So they're you know because they don't have that sort of um, income. I mean, maybe through Steam, but I don't know. With all those Steam deals going on, I can't imagine they they really make. Um, that much money where they can offset the cost no. of hardware. So I mean, they're a pretty smart company. Yeah. Uh, I wish they'd just bring out Half-Life 3 already, but... Um, Supposedly they're working on it. <laughs> yeah, I'll believe it when I see it. But uh, I think that they got to have a plan for this. I don't think this was just like, you know, this thrown together because it kind of seems that way. <laughs> it's like yeah. PC games on the TV. You know, like, I can already do that. Yeah, I mean, I you know, uh, I don't know. I plus it's like Linux, so the vast <laughs> majority of the software is not on Linux. I know that Gabe Newell and company all think that game developers should just start developing, you know, for OpenGL and, and Linux and make the games cross-platform, and it's not a bad idea, but then at the same time, it's always been it's sort of a nightmare for game developers to make sure that their games are compatible with just the different graphic cards that are out there. Oh, yeah. And now you're going to be, like, trying to <clears throat> get it to also work with different operating systems, and I just, you know, I think their game developers are just like, F you. Gabe Duell. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to stick to the Windows platform for now. I, so. I mean, it was even hard for them to get Skyrim DLC to run perfectly on both consoles. I can't even imagine, Yeah. you know, all these different cross-platform PC everything. Yeah, I mean, Valve, uh, you know, they, uh, you know, one point, you know, they, um, they, did, they didn't do it. They passed it over to another company, but they were, you know, that port of the orange box to the PlayStation 3 was a disaster. So, oh, yeah, um, I heard about that. You know, and so they can't even get it right. I don't know. <laughs> it's just... It's, I, I, that's, I think, is more rich man brain. You know, when your company has so much money, you start to lose sight of what the small guy is going through. You know? Yeah. What do you mean you can't write it for three different things? Just <laughs> invest the extra $10 million into it. And 
you know, dude, we got a Kickstarter here. We only got fifty thousand dollars. What is Kickstarter? That's <laughs> exactly. You know, it's like you can't do it. You're fired. Yeah, Get somebody who can. <laughs> right. <laughs> we could buy your little bitly company and put you all to work. So yeah, no, I'm kind of with you on that. Handhelds? Do you play any handhelds? Do you have a 3DS or anything or a Vita? I actually, uh, well, I. I I look on uh, my phone every now and then to see if there's any good games, which there aren't. Um, Minecraft, that's it. Um, but I actually an bought phone or an iPhone or what do you? I got an Android. Okay, sure. I, I actually bought like a few years ago. I bought a DS to uh, take on a trip with me. Okay. And then I brought it home and I never played it, so yep. I just sold it. You yep. know, I, I'm like I ne- I'm never in a position. Where I'd need a handheld. Right. Yeah, I'm the exact same way. I mean, yeah. it's uh, I've had it. I've taken it on trips, and even sometimes I've taken it on trips and haven't used it. You know, yeah. because it just I don't know. It's never really been that appealing to me. I, and I also, but I also think that it's also about the experiences that you have on those handhelds. Because you know, back when I was like really in the Skyrim, if I could have played Skyrim on a handheld, I would have been all over it. You oh, know, it would have yeah. been. Totally taking it to wherever, you know. I'd I would be have like, lost my job. Yeah, I'd be like, <laughs> I'd be eating out and stuff on a date or something. She'd be like, "What are you doing? I'm playing this game. Shut up," you know. So, uh, <laughs> but instead, you get these like really bad, like um, you know, horrible. Uh, if it is a Skyrim game, which they don't have one, I think for portable, but it'll be some 2D side scroller thing where you collect lemons or something. <laughs> You're just gonna be like, "This is terrible." I don't yeah. know. Why. I mean, some of the games look pretty good on there, but none look great enough that I'd want to buy one. I mean, I actually bought uh, Pokemon for the DS when I had it because I'm like, sure. I loved Pokemon when I was a kid. Yeah. I'm going to get it. And then I'm like, you know, random battles, slow yeah. pace. Yes. Why did I even like this game? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm with you. You need a lot of patience when you're a kid for shit like that because it's all oh, you yeah. had. You know, go to your room, and you'd be in there for like seven days. I mean, I used to play it at school. Like, I'd oh, put really? it under my desk and play it. Awesome. That's <laughs> dangerous, though. The teacher finds it. They're going to keep it. I had a um, I had a handheld burger time. It was just like one of those LCD things when I was a kid. Oh, the yeah. teacher, teacher totally took it and never gave it back. Oh, my I was just God. like, that was fucking bullshit. They're like, you should go ask him for it. But I was like, I'm not. I'm not going to ask him for it. Yeah, just, meanwhile, he's playing it. Yeah, it's that. just going to be a total <laughs> hassle to be like, you know, you know, you shouldn't have this. I'm calling your father and stuff. I'm like going to claim ownership of it. Forget it. <laughs> Thank like, you. Come, on, come over here. Yeah. How do you beat this board? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be, that'd be the day. Well, you know, these days, if I probably had it, it'd be worth a fortune or something on eBay. But, you know, probably would have broken long before then. Uh Yeah. I don't have any of my uh, collector's edition. I got a I got a box full of fucking Star Wars toys. Oh, that's good. That I have that I haven't brought out in years, and I'm like, I don't want to throw them away. They're no. probably not worth anything. Bullshit. Sell them on eBay. You might get money for them. Fuck. You know. I might try. None of them are in the box though. It doesn't matter. People buy. Look, I had a buddy. He used to pick things out of the trash that were broken and sell them on eBay and made money. Um, <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, you can sell anything on eBay. Somebody's going to freaking buy it. Uh, it's the, um, you know, there's uh, Amazon, too. Amazon has a thing where you can, you know, especially if you have books. Boy, they got a whole, like, thing. I used to, 
sell books on Amazon because you know growing up I just you get books and then what do you do with them? You don't want to throw them away. You kind of expect somebody to come into your house at some point and be like, "Oh, hey, look at this! I can I borrow this book that you have here? I've never seen this volume, you know, edition or something." And you're like, "Sure, I happen to just have what you need." Exactly. Uh, but, but most of the time, they're just something that you have to move around whenever you move. You're like, "Oh, here's the box of books that I never read." <laughs> so I just decided I'd sell them on Amazon, and Amazon, like, you can sell them for a penny. And then what Amazon does though is they charge whoever's um, getting it a shipping charge of four dollars, and then um, you send it media mail, and media mail's a dollar eighty nine, or at least it was, maybe a little bit more than that now. And then so you always just turn around, no matter what you sell, you get like two bucks. And I was just like, thank God, it was like paying a moving company or something just to get rid of my shit. And so I was getting paid for it. Not Ended bad. up unloading like like a couple hundred books that I had, so that was pretty good. Yeah, I give all uh, my books to my mom. She does that on Amazon. Oh, well, so there you go. Windjammer yeah. books. Except you're not getting the <laughs> except you're not getting the money for it. And you're like, hey, uh, mom, give me some kickbacks here. You know. Well, whenever I ask her for money, I just remind her of that. <laughs> Guilt trip. Yeah. I gave you all those books. Come on. Hey, yeah. remember when I built you that pond in your backyard? That's what's. Um, I need twenty bucks. That's what's great about my brother. Um, yeah. and, uh, his part of his inheritance for my mother is that uh, he gets all her books, and <laughs> it's it's a total disaster for him because he has absolutely no room in his condo for anything like that, and. She has three, four, four, five, let's say seven, something like ten, like tall bookshelves filled with cookbooks. Oh, Jesus! Which is like <laughs> nobody's really gonna want to buy a cookbook because you just go on the internet and look up recipes. You know? Exactly. So he's got like the worst thing you can try to sell, and he's got just hundreds and hundreds of books that he's got to like box up and take back to his crazy condo. And then my brother, you know, you've listened to the show, you know, the guy's not going to go online and list them. <laughs> at, the, at most, he's going to build forts out of them to play with his kid. Uh, so, yeah, kind you of should, the... Uh, you should do a book burning. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> like Brian. If you get too tired, he'd be like, I can't throw any more books on them. I'm pooped. I'm not doing it. So I don't know. I actually, I think I'm going to get stuck with those books because I'm going to hire movers and actually move everything over here. And I, I know I'll be like, you going to come and pick these books up? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, though, Brian, are you going to come and pick up the books? Yeah, I'll pick them up. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm -hmm. And I'll never see them, you know. <laughs> Son of a gun. So I'll end up probably, uh, yeah, listing them off or something and selling them on Amazon again. And it was Warhammer? No. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. If it, he'd take those, he'll he'll have one he'll have one thing of cool books, and then the other like eighteen boxes will be just like full of just cookbooks for Kevin. Basically. <laughs> it's like, you can uh, go back into restaurants. Yeah. No thanks. His daughter's actually starting to be a cook, so maybe I can pawn some off of her. But uh, uh, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. Don't deal with that crap either, though. What are you giving my daughter my books for, bastard? This is mine. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So I don't know. I guess that's. Uh, I guess we could wrap it. Do you have? Um, did you have anything else you want to tell the tell the people out there? Any topics that you wanted? You want people to know that there's aliens living in the the mountains of North uh, North Carolina or anything? Uh, tip your waitresses. Yeah, <laughs> bastards. Exactly. Twenty percent. 
move the decimal at least. Place. Move the decimal place. As Don Anderson says, double it, move the decimal place. <laughs> people get paid. Yeah. Sorry, All right, man. Well, it's good. Thanks for being on. Uh, we're going to have you on the uh, the video game show then Sunday at 8 o'clock. And um, whew, that'll be a different experience. But um, <laughs> for everybody else out there, you know, you can ch- uh, Oblast doesn't have a website, but it, does, it is on Facebook. So do a search for Oblast, O-B-L-A-S-T. And uh, you might find some Russian thing about it. I don't know. But look for the American one uh, that looks like it's about Kevin's Oblast radio. And like the page, and you can find out more information about Oblast and all that stuff at the VideoGameNews.com website, and uh, as well as the Video Game News uh, Facebook page. So check it out. And uh, Ian, thanks again. Thank and, you. Uh, talk to you Sunday. Yeah. It's been an honor. I can't wait. I appreciate it.